web development, productivity, internet marketing, the economy. It can only mean one thing. This is the David Conley Show. Online at bcradionetwork.com. Greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. You're listening to The David Connolly Show, coming at you from dcradionetwork.com. We have a lot to talk about today. I actually have um, Derek McLean around somewhere. He's, I think he's just had to pop out the room. He's on Skype just now, and we've been uh, playing around with online day trading for the past, well, with me for the past couple of months maybe, and with him, I think he's kind of uh, just started doing his first trades today. If you heard that little springy noise, did you hear that? I have this alert software called Fly on the Wall, or the Fly on the Wall, and whenever something happens, I get a little alert. So I had a, a, an alert about maybe 15 minutes ago, that said that uh, Google, not Google, Microsoft shares have fallen by 3%, but they think that the head honcho of Ford is going to be the new head honcho of Microsoft. So the thing says, look, we think Microsoft's going to go up. So I've put some money on Microsoft today. Uh, I have no idea how it's going. Derek has some money on gold. Uh, what else is happening? Yeah, we're just playing around with this stuff, man. We're taking the trip. It's all happening, and hopefully at the end of it, we'll make a few shekels. Uh, I also have some money on the British pound versus the Japanese yen, and that's going good as well. Now, most of you folks are probably thinking, well, what on earth's all this stuff about day trading and all that? I mean, we're web developers, right? But you know something, folks? Occasionally in life, Things come along that are just finger-licking good. Sometimes other things come along that are worth trying, and sometimes it can be nice to just say, okay, I'm going to try something different, you know? And I actually think that right now we are living at the threshold of perhaps one of the biggest economic revolutions in the history of mankind. Now, this is big, okay, because... There's a few things happening just now which are all kind of happening at the same time. And I don't think anyone knows for sure how this is all going to work out, but it's probably going to be major. Now, what am I talking about? Well, let me give you the lay of the land. First of all, in case you haven't heard the news, Bitcoin has risen on an astronomical scale. At the start of the year, I remember uh, Derek McLean saying to me, you know, you should get one of these uh, Bitcoins. And I think they were something like $25 at the time. And I was like, man, no chance, I'll see you later, you know. It just wasn't for me. And do you know that Bitcoins are now trading at over $1,000 per Bitcoin? Can you believe it, people? 
I'm obviously talking about Bitcoin, the electronic currency which is taking the world by storm. Derek, who has uh, who left the room just before we came on, uh, he he'll probably be here shortly. I hope he will, or I'm going to look kind of stupid. But he's actually now trading bitcoins. Uh, so he's, you know, he's. What happens is, like today, for example, the Chinese government said, "Look, we don't really like bitcoins that much, and we don't want our banks to have anything to do with them." So the value of bitcoins went down. Derek, that son of a gun, he sold some bitcoinage on the way down, and then when it bounced. Uh, Hang on, have I got that <laughs> Let me get that right. Yeah, that's right. So you sell on the way down, and then when it got down, he bought on the way back up, and I think he made about, I don't know, 10 pence or something. Folks, these are only tiny wagers, but I'm telling you, man, today's 10 pence is tomorrow's pound. Now, that was another alert that came in, but it's probably nothing major. Shall I tell you what that was? Ah, the excitement. The excitement, well, who cares? I can't even find the window. I'm going to have to just let that one go. But in any event, folks, if you're wondering, well, why on earth has David became this crazy stock market character? As I was saying, we believe, when I say we, I mean guys like me and Derek and lots of others, we believe there's some major stuff going on just now. These electronic... Uh, currencies and Bitcoin is not the only one folks these are potential game changers I mean can you imagine uh, being able to do all sorts of transactions without having to pay credit card fees you know can you imagine being able to Let's see, there was a guy, I saw a video just the other day, and he was saying that you'll soon be able to potentially buy and sell houses, your own home, without the need for any accountants or lawyers or anything like that. Folks, when you really look at what's possible with Bitcoin, I'm telling you, man, this could be the greatest financial revolution ever. But that's not only what's going on. You know, Derek's more of a Bitcoin expert than me, to be honest. But the other thing that's that's uh, going on, which I think is quite big as well, is the, well, the economy in general. Now, I, I'm not sure if you were aware of this, but the UK economy and the US economy. Uh, in fact, pretty much the uh, economy of the Western world is currently under a massive, massive burden of debt. You know, heavy, heavy debt going into many trillions. I think um, headed to a seminar about this a while ago. I think the US debt figure is currently at 17 trillion, but if they take off paper, debts into the equation, it goes up to approximately 117 trillion. What do I mean by off paper? Off paper debts, off paper liabilities. That means basically there's a, a whole bunch of people, we're all getting older folks, right? And when people get older, they generally, you know, sometimes they don't work and sometimes they need pensions and healthcare and all of that stuff. 
when you take those off-paper liabilities into account, that's the obligations that we have for the future. The debts just go through the roof. Now, um, there was a really good video about this, and I may leave the link on the website at dcradionetwork.com, and it really goes into the figures and whatnot. But to give you the Reader's Digest on this, basically, the UK is now crippled with the same amount of debt. You know, if you look at it in terms of how much we owe and how much the actual economy brings in, okay, GDP and all that, the amount of debt that Britain, the UK, has right now is actually the same amount that Germany had just before Hitler got into power. Folks, this is major. Now, you may be thinking, but hang on, you know, nothing seems to be heavy. I mean, you know, everything's still working. The streetlights are on. Everybody seems cool. Uh, as a matter of fact, the stock markets have been going up. Uh, record profits on the Dow and all of that stuff. And everything seems fine. I mean, what's all of this doom and gloom stuff about? Well, let me tell you, folks, the vibe. You see... The reason why we are uh, pretty much having a normal situation just now, everything kind of seems to be working, right? Kind of, right? The reason why, folks, is because of interest rates. Now, a lot of you folks are web developers, okay? And you guys are into variables, right? You know about variables, okay? So what I'm telling you is that the key variable for all of us to watch right now are interest rates. Now, today the UK government announced that interest rates are going to stay at half a percent. This is a record low. This is insane. In the past, interest rates have quite normally been at 3%, even 5%. That's the normal interest rates levels, right? Now, interest rates are practically negligible, okay? What this means is that, let's say, say 10 years ago, right? You could have put some money in the bank, maybe 10,000, and at the end of the year, you would have had maybe, a say, a 3% return on that, something like that, okay? I don't have the exact numbers to hand. Now... If you put the same money in the bank, the interest rates are virtually negligible. That's why, folks, there's no point in having money in the bank these days. I was on this show uh, just about six months ago, and I was talking about how I actually now have physical cash, physical money, you know, and, and I believe that things are that heavy. You should have physical cash. I'm into physical cash. I don't think there's much point in having it in the bank, right? Uh, and I don't think the banks are particularly safe, you know? But here's the news flash. Sorry about these little funny noises. <laughs> um, here's the news flash. Those interest rates are going to go up. And when they go up, the gates of hell shall be opened. Now let me tell you what that means, okay? 
in the UK, and I'm pretty much sure this applies for the rest of the, at least the Western world, you know, America, um, Ireland, Italy, Spain, Greece, Portugal, all crippled by debt just now, okay? Um, in the UK, personal debt is at an all-time record high. This means that more people have credit cards, mortgages, maybe loans for paying back cars, loans for paying back flat screen televisions, and all that stuff. Personal debt is at an all-time high. Now, pretty much everyone, ask around, right? Pretty much everyone you talk to is drowning in debt just now. But the thing is, because the interest rates are so low, things seem to be working. Everything seems kind of cool, right? So you can get a loan for, I don't know, a car or something, and the interest rates are so low that it's manageable. So everything's cool, you know. We, debt is cheap. And if you watch the TV, if you look at the adverts, you'll see that um, the banks haven't really changed their behaviour. They're back giving people 95% mortgages. The loan companies are all out having a field day. Nothing has really been changed. The lessons have not been learned. So we're all nicking about with debts. Everybody's up to their eyeballs in debts, but we're just about scraping by, okay? Here's the thing. Can you imagine what would happen if one day those interest rates changed and instead of being half a percent, they went up to 1% or 2% or how about 3%? Can you imagine what would happen? Well, let me spell it out. If that happened, you would be looking at immediate exponential increases in the amount of money that people had to pay back, okay? So, for example, I have a friend who has a mortgage and she was telling me that before all the interest rates went rock bottom, she was paying 650 per month for a mortgage for her home. But since the interest rates went rock bottom, she's now only paying about 400 per month, okay? But the thing is, those interest rates are going to go back up. So practically overnight, it's going to go back up. You know, boom, you need to pay an extra 250 per month or whatever it is. Now, the point is, she's actually quite a responsible person and I think that's going to be cool. But millions of people are completely snowed under with credit cards and all of that stuff, loans, you know, all of that stuff, everybody's maxed out, taking on more and more and more debt, nothing being solved. And so when that inevitable interest rate increase happens, we're all going to be screwed because you're going to be looking at millions of people who cannot afford to pay the debts. This is going to be major, folks. Now, I know that half a percent interest rate and 2%, 5%, and all these things we're talking about, it sounds insignificant. Don't let these small percentages fool you. 
Remember, folks, if you have a loan and it's on half a percent interest, and then the next day it goes up to 1% interest, well, if you're paying back interest rates only, you've just doubled the amount that you need to pay back. That's double the money going into a black hole. Can you see how heavy this is? This is major. Now, you may be thinking, Dave has gone on some crazy conspiracy doom and gloom vibe here and he's lost touch. Meet Eleanor. With all... She responded to a... Sorry, let's not meet Eleanor. Um, you may think David's lost touch with all reality and I've been watching too much David Icke or something like that. But you know, folks, just a few days ago, the head honcho of the Bank of England, he gave a stark warning. And he said, when interest rates go up, don't expect any help from us. That's what he said. And you can check this out, okay? The governor of the Bank of England. And he gave this warning. When the interest rates go up, you better be able to pay because we can't help. There shall be no bailout. They don't have enough money to do a bailout. This is major, major heaviness. Sorry, man. I have adverts and all that. With I'm broadcasting here on um, Ustream and I have a live video feed going on. But one of the things is occasionally they things pop up and all that, man, and I don't know how to work anything, you know, so that's what the strange noises are. So, there's two dynamics which are really, really major, and for anyone who says, well, hang on, the stock market's going up and up and up, and they're talking about record growth, and everything seems fine if you look at the stock market, two points very quickly. First of all, if you know, Google, let's say, has a, a great month and they make billions of profit. That doesn't affect the ordinary guy on the street, okay? That has virtually no effect at all on you and me. Well, actually, it does affect me because I made a few quid on Google last week. But I'm one of the exceptional characters because I've got into day trading, right? But please remember, folks, that what the large corporations are doing has no effect on us. For example, uh, Amazon announced a few days ago that they're, they're basically researching these drones. They call them octocopters with four blades. And these things are going to deliver parcels, basically just flying through the air. You'll be able to place an order, and then half an hour later, a little robotic drone is going to land outside, and it's going to drop the parcel down and fly off. This is what Amazon's currently investing millions in. And when this came out, it came out just a few days ago, shares in Amazon... Uh, went on the increase. But the funny thing is, folks, that what does that actually mean? I mean, if that happens, it means less people will be employed by Amazon, more automation, you know, we're at the complete piranha and the pond 
type of uh, it's a piranha in the pond scenario that we're in and it, it doesn't really help us what do I mean by the piranha and the pond? Listen, I've talked, I've spoken about this before. You know the analogy, right? If you imagine that the global economy is like a pond in a park with little tadpoles and frogs and pond skaters and little minnows and all that stuff, and that's the global economy, then maybe you have a business and you're part of this economy. Maybe you are a little pond skater, happily skating away. Maybe you work for some other company and they're part of this economy, who knows? Everyone is part of this kind of global economy, right? But the thing is, folks, when I talk about the piranha and the pond, let me ask you, what would happen if you actually got, let's say, a handful of piranha and you basically let them loose in this pond, what would happen? Well, I think it's obvious. The piranhas would devour everything. They would devour everything. They would be merciless. It would be certain doom for the ecosystem of that pond. Can you handle the vibe, people? And then you follow the analogy through to its conclusion. There will be a point where there are no more frogs, no more minnows, no more anything. There's just going to be this pond with the piranha. And at some point, the piranhas are going to look around. They're going to think, hang on, this place is empty. Oh, shoot. And that is the day when suddenly we realise that all is not well. Now, this is the analogy it's a little analogy that I came up with. Who are the piranha? What is the pond? Well, it's obvious. The pond is the global economy. The piranha are the large corporations who are taking over. I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, the Microsoft, pretty much everyone who you might find at your average Bilderbug meeting, you know? Now, you might think, well, there's nothing wrong with the big companies taking over. You know, I like Walt Disney, right? And I like Apple computers, and this is fine. They'll probably do a better job than the politicians. Well, actually, folks, you see, their real obligations are towards their shareholders. They're not interested in you having a good job or a good standard of living or anything like that. This is heavy, heavy stuff that we are talking about here. Now, let me just see how I'm doing. I think, uh, are you back, Derek? Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Not bad, not bad. How are you? I'm very good, I'm very good. I don't know if you could hear me there. I was just ranting about the... Yeah major things going on just now uh, the you know talking about the bitcoin thing the interest rate rise uh, i mean what do you make of this stuff have have i just gone completely off on one here or, or are we at the threshold of some majorly heavy stuff well the news about the, the interest rates is obviously going to uh, cause distress for anyone anywhere in Britain, so that's not good. Um, I was at a thing in the Glad Cafe in Shawlands. It's a it was an independence question and answer debate session. 
which I went to because I'm very interested in just um, figuring out what I'm going to do in regards to my vote next year. And uh, I went off on one. I grabbed the microphone during the question and answer and I started going off on one about Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. they, they looked quite bamboozled and um, I got a round of applause and some laughter um, at my question um, I didn't mind the laughter because like you know not everyone understands it yet you know but they will okay what was the question well um, they were all talk they were all arguing uh, who's worse off or Greece and Spain and everyone's arguing where Britain fits into this picture so I had to pipe in and uh, I basically said, look, we're all arguing here over which country's best off, which country's worst off. But isn't the fact of the matter that the entire Western world has been brought to its knees by offshore bankers that don't run on the law of the land? Yep. And then I gave the examples, right? We have, um, we have Gordon Brown sold all our gold, right? So we've got no money, right? Mm. Um, Barack Obama, he shut down the government. That's how little money they have. And um, it's just going to get worse in January when they hit the debt ceiling again because that whole government shutdown thing is only going to last three months. So, the, you know. Oh, is that right? So the problem has not been solved. No, they just they just managed to say, look, we'll pay you later, and like you know, they've gave them to the end of January. Jeez, all that, oh. all of that stuff about the government shutting down, all the things closing for all that time, yep. solely to get themselves through till January, aye. and we're almost there. Aye, and the thing that I was meaning to say, actually, I forgot, but I just remembered is that when people look at the stock markets and they see everything seems to be going up and all that, they'll have this feeling, well, things are picking up, look at this, the stock market's having a good time. But as I was saying, or at least I tried to say, it's it's entirely because the interest rates are so low, there's no point in having money in the bank. So people are saying, well, why not put it into the stock market? So what we're seeing is an artificial growth, do you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's always been an artificial growth. I mean, I argue personally that GDP isn't much good for running a country. We should have some sort of global happiness index, which I think would uh, run things a lot smoother. But GDP insists on infinite growth. Then, um, you know, we all know that you need to breathe in and out. Aye, aye. Well, I, I, I think there's some majorly heavy stuff going on. I think the interest thing's going to be massive. I think the Bitcoin thing, I mean, who knows how that's going to go. You're the expert as far as Bitcoins go. What's your take on Bitcoins? Are they here to stay or is it just some bubble that's going to bust? Oh, I, I very much think they're here to stay. Um, like I was saying about this thing, uh, the, the independence question and answer. So basically I got round to it and said to them that, um, you know, I'm going to vote yes, and the reason being that we can't have uh, unelected European Parliament deciding and taking away the rules from Britain, right? And I'm talking about the whole of Britain, but uh, David Cameron won't leave Europe in a hurry, so that makes me want to choose independence, right? Also, um, the fact that the pound 
Um, we've got no gold left. It's not even backed by anything. It's getting devalued by the day. Um, no, like hopefully not devalued today because you've got money on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> the point is, right, the point is that uh, basically, you know, there's no way that they can pay these things. It's all knackered. And until we start running on a uh, money that's backed by like gold or something like Bitcoin or whatever, then, you know, we're not going to get out of this alive, you know. So I'm voting independence for those reasons. But um, yeah, no, Bitcoin is uh, awesome. For those who haven't tried it, go and get yourself a wallet. Um, quickest ways to download the blockchain if you've got an iPhone. Uh, I think Coinbase, there's a few others if you've got a, an Android. But, uh, what I will say about those is um, those wallets, although you've, you're accessing them on your phone, are actually contained on a website somewhere, right? Um, you'll have heard about people's bitcoins being hacked or whatever, right? Bitcoin isn't hackable, um, but stealing someone's private key text file is entirely possible from a website that isn't secure. And being a web developer, you'll be you know all about that. Mm. So, uh, so you've got that option. You can have an online wallet, which is the easiest way to get set up. Um, the other ways if you've got uh, you can download a program called Multibit uh, and that allows you to have a, an actual wallet program that runs on your computer again Piper Jaffrey however is out defending the shares again on Electronic Arts EA Piper Jaffrey defends the shares sorry about that I, I, as you know I have an so, alert yeah, thing share that... alerts coming through yeah yeah yep yep uh, yep Okay, actually, I, I, sorry to interrupt you, man. Do you want to continue? No, it's okay, on you go. Right, that's cool, because uh, I was actually meaning to say, you know, the can you believe we're almost at half an hour already? Listen, the, the DC Radio Network has gone through a couple of phases. It started off talking, we were talking about um, internet marketing mostly, you know, um, different marketing strategies, social media, and so on. I think even now the site's top of Google if you search for internet marketing radio, I'm not sure. And then around about March, I think, this year, there was a change. And I noticed that people seemed to enjoy uh, listening to conversations about web development. It's the strangest thing, you know, but uh, <laughs> people were saying, hey man, can you talk about web development? And that has been the vibe, you know, and I've enjoyed that. But I think that with all of the stuff going on right now, this is pretty much, I think, the beginning of a new phase for the DC Radio Network because this stuff is huge. I think this the stuff that we are talking about right now is very heavy. And if you know what way the wind is blowing, you're gonna not only are you gonna be okay, but I think you can potentially make fortunes here. Would you agree with that, Derek? Well, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll tell you. Like, uh, I found out about Bitcoin. It must have been early uh, January or February this year, uh, and it wasn't really until March that I properly looked into it. You know, I'd heard it getting mentioned, uh, and basically. I was, uh, is that your phone gone? It is indeed, yes. Sorry. If you want to get it, that's cool. 
It's my trading partner in crime here. <laughs> Hello. Hiya, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Jeff. I'm actually on a... Um, my friend's doing a live radio broadcast just now, so I'm actually doing an interview with him in the minute. So this is live. But um, yeah, I was, I've been watching the price and it's just steadily climbing, so I'm waiting for it, don't worry. Um, I see you did something a bit silly earlier on. Um, yeah, but don't worry about that. Um, so I've been watching it all day. Uh, I'll let you know if there's anything, but I better get back to this interview <laughs> I'll speak to you soon right okay bye bye alright let me just say actually whilst you catch your breath for the folks listening yes. uh, I think that you know there's people who are going to be listening to all of this stuff and they, they won't have a clue and they'll maybe be, maybe they're thinking well we can't do this man you need to have tons of money and training and man I'm just a guy who builds websites from my bedroom and none of this is anything that I can participate in, you know? So what I was going to say, Derek, is over at the Insider Club, there is a discussion. There's a couple of, I think there's three discussion forums. I'm going to add a new discussion forum that's the finance discussion forum. And I think I'm going to open this up to anyone in the Insider Club. That's insiderclub.org. You can join for free. But if you're listening to a repeat Maybe the joining fees will be a million dollars, I don't know. But right now you can join for free, insiderclub.org. I'm going to put that forum there. Meet Eleanor. And she- let me turn that silly advert off for a second. Um, I'm going to put this on the Insider Club, this forum, and I think I'm going to probably start adding content to the Insider Club uh, that shows people some of the stuff we're doing, you know. Um, is that advert gone? Was able to do Hang on. one simple thing. Microsoft Dynamics. One. S- All right, you still there, Derek? Um, did. Sorry about that. I had a stupid window bugging me. So as I was saying, I'm going to start uh, adding content. I think to the Insider Club that shows people this. Shows Global people. Hunter out raising its price target on shares of Gulfport Energy. That's G P O R, taking it up to eighty-two dollars from seventy-eight dollars a share. That's Global Hunter taking its price target up on Gulfport Energy stock symbol Golf Papa Oscar Romeo to eighty-two dollars, up from seventy-eight. Sorry about that, folks. We've got to keep the alerts on, right, Derek? Yeah, absolutely. We, we cannot miss an alert. So, as I say, I'm going to start maybe adding some of that content, and if I can, I'll give some of you folks an introduction. Um, and, you know, the internet marketing phase of the DC Radio Network was one phase, the web development was another phase, and maybe this can be a new phase that we go into, because I'm telling you folks, this is the best gig in town. What do you think, Derek? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you should get yourself some bitcoins and get become part of the vibe. Uh, if any of you have seen the Social Network, the film um, about Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, uh, then you'll know who the Winklevoss twins are. Uh, but for those who don't know, um, the Winklevoss twins sued Mark Zuckerberg, uh, saying that they created Facebook and basically his their idea had been stolen. Um, and Mark Zuckerberg settled out of court with them, which was quite nice of him, for $60 million. So they did quite nicely. $30 million a twin. Um, so they're 
quite uh, well to do and uh, they have various businesses etc you can think of them as like sort of Romney type characters if you will but um, anyway they've been trying to they've got investment firms and things and they're trying to get these hedge fund managers and what have you to invest in Bitcoin because they reckon it could hit anything from a hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars now um, I don't know much about the Winklevoss twins but reason I like that is because I personally agree with it because I happen to listen to Max Kaiser uh, who knows all about this stuff and he seems to think that it's going to go up and the more you look into it you can see that it's actually inevitable when you have a look at what's happening with uh, the normal stock markets in Wall Street in London it's it's all going to come crashing down the way they're going on just now and like you know we had uh, speeches today from uh, Osborne saying oh well, yeah we're doing great we're one of the best uh, everything's getting paid personally I don't believe a lot of it yeah and I think the other point to say to the folks listening is, you know, you don't need to agree with us on the finer details of some of this stuff. For example, I'm not as optimistic about Bitcoins as Derek, right? That's kind of Derek's thing. And I, I don't know about Bitcoins. I'm not sure, right? Uh, but I think the interest rate thing's massive and I'm kind of in a slightly different direction. But here's the point, folks. It, it, it Those particular details don't matter as much as this detail. Folks, there is some major, major stuff going on with the economy and it's about to get even more major. The news flash, and it's good news, is that you can now, with any computer with an internet connection, you can now, if you know what to do, I just dropped something, if you know what to do, you can log on and you can play the game and be part of this profit, have fun, take the trip, join with us and have a fun packed time. Can you handle the vibe, Derek? Absolutely. Um, I'm sitting here. Uh, I've been. Uh, I've made uh, bitcoins three different ways, right? Like my intention is to build up my little bitcoin hold because one day I truly believe that they will be. Worth a million dollars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think it's inevitable. Right? And I think that if everyone was to even get a couple of, like, bit cents, as it were, like, you know, point whatever of a Bitcoin, then, um, you know, that will go up and it will be worth a lot more in the future. And there's nothing stopping anyone uh, to get started. You, you can do various, there's various different things. Like I say, the first thing you need to do is get yourself a wallet and an address. Uh, you can do that on your phone, like I say, uh, Coinbase and uh, Blockchain are the two apps that you can get. Um, or you can download a wallet, like Multibit. Um, what, what, another thing you can do as well is you can, uh, the security on Bitcoin is fantastic. You can actually take your wallet completely offline, uh, which means you can't spend any money at all. Uh, and it's not even, there's no record of it in any computer. Yep. Only record of your transactions or whatever is within the, the cryptography that's circulating in the network on the blockchain. What this means is that you can write your Bitcoin address down, you can write your private key down, which is what you need to unlock your account to, to make payments. 
Uh, and once you have them written down, you can delete your wallet from your computer and it's now an offline wallet. It can still receive money, but you can't make another payment until you re-import it back into your computer. So mm. there are ways of taking the actual bitcoins offline and keeping them secure. Aye. So what I recommend to everyone is get a wee savings account set up, uh, export, you know, but open a wallet in Multibit, for instance, and then just export your private key, write it down, and then delete the wallet. And that way, you've got you'll be able to use it in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Once you've got your wallet, you want to have some bitcoins, obviously. So there's three ways of doing that. Um, the first way is through what you call Bitcoin mining, and um, it's very much like gold mining. Gold is um, in the earth, it's under the ground, you need to dig to get it, it takes energy, resources, and uh, the rewards are quite good if you find some. Uh, and in the exact same way, this has been programmed into Bitcoin. Now obviously Bitcoins aren't under the earth and uh, needing to be dug up physically, but what we do is uh, there's a mathematical um, equation that, or a, it's basically a double SHE, uh, SHA-256 sum, which is getting performed, uh, like, and it runs through loads and loads and loads, trying to basically brute force a password, trying to crack it, um, but because it's that long, it will take a long time. Now, the, the actual difficulty of the encryption increases or decreases depending how many computers are connected to the network. So the faster the computers are on the network, the more difficult the encryption becomes. This ensures that it goes at a steady rate and doesn't go wildly out of control or anything. And it means that Bitcoins will be mined roughly like one block every 10 minutes or so. Um, currently, we've, we've mined half the Bitcoins in existence. There are only 21 million of them. So like gold, it's finite. It will run out. It's, um, you know, there won't be any more to mine. Now, when that does happen, what happens is Bitcoin suddenly transfers on it. All the miners get paid through the use of transaction fees, which at the minute are set to 0. 0.001 Bitcoins, which is uh, 10 cents, I think, roughly. Just under 10 cents. Um, but that's, you know, so... You, what you can do is you can set up a miner. Um, now there's three, like you can mine through your CPU, you can mine through your graphics card, or you can get some dedicated hardware for it. Um, these days, like mining through a processor is a waste of time. Uh, it'll take you ages to get a payment, but you can go through um, what you call a, a mining pool, where like users like band together to combine their processing power thereby you know you get paid slightly quicker and in fact that's the only way of really doing it now because nobody's got a computer powerful enough to compete with the massive network out there so um i got myself a little usb uh asic miner um, and it just plugs in the the good thing about the asic miner over the graphics card is that the graphics cards using a lot of electricity and energy doing the calculation uh, graphics cards can calculate all sorts of things but the difference is it's not hardwired for that calculation whereas the little USB stick that I've got is it only cost me £20 but um, it's paid itself back now uh, that's pretty cool that's pretty cool 
we I think we will need to do a show just talking about Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yes. that's maybe that's one for next time. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the, the way I made the majority of my bitcoins, so I've, I've mined a few bitcoins, but the other way that is like there's websites that give out minuscule amounts of bitcoin, um, in exchange for menial tasks. For instance, um, look at an advert for ten seconds, type out a captcha, and hit next, and we paid point zero 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 one bitcoins. <laughs> Which <laughs> you know, and it's getting less. But um, at the same time, as the value of Bitcoin goes up, those little silly payments that I was I, I was I used to get triple O one in around about um, May for each one of these things that I was doing. You know, so that's a dollar a time now because we're we're talking a thousand dollars for one Bitcoin now. So uh, it's definitely. You know, it's, it's getting there. Yeah. Sorry, that's double O one. And, uh, and yeah, and the last way of doing it is actually going to an exchange and uh, literally just buying it. You know, like you can set up a bank account and just say, or like PayPal or something. You, you can buy these off eBay as well. Um, and you can literally just buy yourself some Bitcoin. But now that I've got a quarter of Bitcoin, so it's not much, but I've got $250 um, from Fresh Air, which is a good deal if you ask me um, and my miner's still working away for me so that's good uh, yeah that, that is good that is good because if these systems work for small amounts of money the laws of mathematics apply just as equally to big amounts of money do you know what I mean exactly exactly so what I've what I've done yesterday is I've transferred 0.05 bitcoins to um, an exchange website, btce.com. Most folk know about Mount Gox, um, but there's a few different exchanges out there. So I've deposited r roughly $50 in there, right? And um, and I'm getting ready to trade. So I'm I'm waiting to do my first trade here. But um, the price is just climbing and climbing just now. It's at 1,000, so I need to wait for it to start to drop. And then I'm gonna transfer it all into dollars. Um, and as soon as I do that, the great thing about um, trading Bitcoin is that um, instead of the price changing by pennies, the price can drop by 20, 30, 40 quid. I've seen it 100 pounds at a time. Well, um, there was a big drop earlier on this morning, right? Well, there was, yeah, yeah, but it's actually recovering pretty well. <laughs> Aye, but that, that's the way it works. I mean, that's pretty much the, the nature of the beast, you know? For the oh, past yeah. two months, I've been looking at graphs and they'll go along and then whack, they go off a big cliff face, but then they just seem to gradually work their way back up again. It's the, It just seems to be the way that any kind of financial chart works these days, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, so, the, so the good thing, like, so basically, uh, the good thing about doing the Bitcoin stuff is, right, this is about to hit a thousand, right? Now, as soon as it starts going down again, right, if I've cashed out, change my 0.05 bitcoins into dollars um, then I'm getting $50 roughly right um, and then like like I say it can go down $20 like in, in a matter of minutes so suddenly you know that's $4 of a difference already so you can buy your bitcoins back again uh, and have some extra dollars in your pocket as well or you can just buy more Bitcoin. 
which means when you go to do it the second time round, you've got more to sell and make more money. So this is my first attempt at this, which is great fun because I've done everything else with Bitcoin. I started off, got my wallet, I've got my offline wallet, I've got my online wallet on my phone, um, I've got my miner running, I've been doing the, the free Bitcoin faucet um, websites that are giving away some free Bitcoins. And now I've got enough, I'm going to give a shot at this trading. But it looks like you can actually make quite a bit of money quite easily because of the volatility. Um, now, you, you do a lot of stuff on normal sort of markets and uh, the price isn't changing so much. So do you have anything to say about like volatility at all? Um, well, uh... Uh, very basically speaking, uh, volatility, for anyone who doesn't know it, it just means major kind of dramatic movement. If you can imagine a chart with the value of a stock, when we talk about volatility, it means it's really spiky, you know, it's gone up and then back down and up and back down. When that happens, there's huge opportunities to make money. If you take um, some, some stocks, some financial entities, tend to have high volatility. For example, Bitcoin has really high volatility, therefore uh, lots of opportunities to make money. When I say high volatility, I mean that the movements are dramatic, okay? This, yep. When it went down today, it went dramatically down. I think it went to about, was it 9.30, 9.20, something like that? Well, I went to bed at 4 a.m. yesterday morning and it was uh, on, on the exchange. I'm using BTCE. It was a thousand and seventy. Yep. Um, and then it uh, crashed down to eight hundred and sixty. Believe it or not, that's two hundred. Yeah. Now that's a two hundred pound difference there, right? Now, so can you imagine if it, like, if it, we won't call it a thousand seventy. We'll just call it a thousand, right? And that would be fifty pound, fifty dollars, right? To come down. Yeah, that's a twenty percent decrease. Right. So. And then it's came down to 800 and something, right? We're talking about $38 here, right? So yes. even with as little an amount as $50 to trade with, there's $12 you make in one single trade. Yeah. And and the other, the other thing as well I would say is, uh, all, all listen, don't... Two, two things to clarify here, folks, right? Don't get worried about the details and all of that stuff, right? Just... When we're talking about volatility, just remember lots of spikes, lots of movement means you can make money on this, okay? And we'll show you how later on maybe. Um, tr try this experiment, folks. If you go to Google and do a search for Yahoo Finance uh, Microsoft, so uh, let me see, that would be MSFT, I think it's a symbol for Microsoft, and look at the last 10 years for Microsoft shares. And what you'll find is it hardly moves. They, they call that, it moves sideways, right? That's the phrase. So Microsoft pretty much moves sideways. If you had shares in Microsoft 10 years ago, they're pretty much worth more or less the same now. There's hardly any money-making opportunities with the large kind of traditional companies. And what we're saying here is that things like Bitcoin, uh, and things like the online day trading platforms that I'm, you know, been playing around with, we think that there's big opportunities with this. Now, let me say also, folks, 
you know, nobody's coming on here pretending to be a multi-billionaire or anything. I'm still a web developer. I think you are as well, Derek, right? <laughs> we are being perfectly transparent here. I have, I mean, we're, we're trading, quite frankly, tiny, tiny amounts to the point where it's not even worth it. I have a, um, well, Derek's just given you his figures. I have a $200 account with a, an online trading platform. And I have, um, gee, I'm putting in like $25 bids and stuff like that. So it's not much, you know. But the reason why we are so excited about this is because we believe that we can actually discover systems which are profitable. And if we discover those systems, folks, it's going to be incredible because all we have to do is just roll them out. And I really think that this is the most... Ex Listen, if you want to talk about making money, I have a website I'm working on, seeing the guy next week, and it's a five-figure sum website. We can have those conversations, but actually, it's this stuff. This is where the action is. This is the stuff that you need to learn. And the good news is, you, you know, you've got guys like Derek, who's up day and night figuring this stuff out admittedly for low fees and all that, but it doesn't matter. Because remember, if you can turn $1 into $2, then it means that you can turn $2 into $4, $4 into $8, 8 into 16. You only need to do that 20 times and you're a millionaire. You know, get the calculator out. This is some major, major stuff. So anyway, I'm going to have to wrap this up, Derek, because I think we've broken the, I don't know, clock here or something. Um, if you're interested in learning any more of this stuff, we actually don't have anything to sell or anything. There's no courses or anything. There's no, you know, sales spiel or anything. We just like sharing this information because we are peace-loving human beings. Right, Derek? We are. Um, I'm going to add some stuff, I think, to the Insider Club in the not-too-distant future. So if you're interested, check out insiderclub.org. And uh, I'm sure we'll continue this interesting discussion on another show. Any final words, Derek? My final words would just be get in on the vibe. Get yourself a Bitcoin wallet today. And like I say, multi-bit um, for a desktop wallet. Uh, Coinbase or um, blockchain if you're downloading an app for your phone but that's all it takes to get started and then you can go to something like coinad.com which will give you some free bitcoins for visiting some sites once you've saved up even pennies you're able to go onto one of these trading websites and start trading even with a minuscule amount um, and because of the volatility in prices uh, you can actually, even with a 0.2% fee on the exchange, you can still make plenty of money uh, using the, the, the volatility to your advantage. So, yeah, go for it. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank I you for listening. You know how I got on. Aye, okay. How is uh, the other bets going on that you've got today? I know we've got a few. Uh, oh, right. Um, let me see. I've got a few. Yeah, gold, gold is looking very good. It's um, seven point two five points up. That's so, cool. 
That's cool. It's it's looking good. I've got a few myself. How funnily enough, I was bad mouthing Microsoft. I've got one on them as well because strangely enough, some stuff happened there which came on the alerts. Yeah, oh yes, and Microsoft's gone up. So that's another uh, few quid on Microsoft. Thank you very much indeed. Man, why did we waste so many years with web development, Derek? Because we love it, it's awesome, and, um, <laughs> and I'm still going to keep doing it, you know, it just keeps getting better. What, web development? Oh yeah, I love it, I absolutely love it. All right, well, if you want to learn some geeky stuff, you can check out my blog, dellboy1978uk.wordpress.com dellboy1978uk.wordpress.com That's cool. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. Stay cool and may the force be with us all. Bye.